Hello, everyone. This is Jay Dobbins, your host of the Marvel DC Universe Fan Club. We are now at episode 228, and I'll be discussing five things Marvel needs for its Fantastic Four movie more than John Krasinski. Uh, Krasinski, sorry. But yeah, news broke recently that actor John Krasinski is still interested in playing Mr. Fantastic in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and interested, sorry, and the internet lost his mind. Honestly, I could pretty much see him playing Mr. Fantastic for some reason. And I think he'll, you know, he'll be a perfect role. I mean, so I think he'll be a, you know, perfect for the role. Alongside, uh, Emily Blunt as the Invisible Woman and I can't remember the actor's name, but he played Fanook in the Hunger Games, who got killed off, unfortunately. But yeah, I, I could see him as playing Johnny Storm. And as far as the thing, I don't know who could pull off that role. You know, maybe Seth, maybe Seth Rogen, maybe. I don't know, but uh don't know who played Ben Graham, but the guy that played Fanook in... Um, Hunger Games? Hopefully I pronounced the character's name right. Fanuk? But yeah, that actor who played in that role in the Hunger Games, I could see him as Johnny Storm's Human Torch. Either him or Zac Efron, but mainly but mainly the other guy. Not Zac Efron, though. No, but, but maybe Zac Efron, but the other guy, mainly him, you know. But anyway, so uh, for good reason, as, Trinis- as uh, Krasinski has uh, Long been fan cast in the role, and is uh, akin to Patrick Stewart landing the role of Charles Xavier. So, um, of course, as cool as the as this casting would be, fans need to come back to reality and remember that this next Fantastic Four movie needs more than Krasinski to succeed. So. Not that many, uh, not that many don't uh, already know that, but it's always uh, great to remind everyone who will listen uh, that bad casting wasn't the root problem for the past. For the past, uh, sorry, they weren't the root problem of the past Fantastic Four movies. There are many things I think. Uh, there are many things I think this franchise this franchise needs to have a successful run in the MCE. And quite frankly, uh, John uh, Krasinski's involvement is near the bottom of the list. But um, but here are the more important things that need to be considered for the superhero team's next movie. Skip the origin story. We already know the origin story. If you're going to do an origin story, at least do like, you know, a slight flashback of how they, you know, gain their powers. That would be fine. You know, just have a flashback of them going, you know, up on a spaceship and then bam. You know, they go into space, they run into cosmic rays, you know, give them powers and stuff like that. That would, I mean, if you're going to do an origin story, make it very short. Don't, don't have it take up most, you know, take up almost half of the film. Like it did in the past Fantastic Four films. So, 
yeah, if you do, you know, do, if you do an origin story, make it very short. You know, have them go up in the space, in the cosmic rays. You know, use that as a flashback or something. I don't know, but that'll be perfect. But yeah, but besides the fact that we've seen how the Fantastic Four was created a couple of times on screen already, it's worth nothing. Uh, it's, sorry, it's worth it's worth noting the story itself is honestly dull in comparison to other origins. There's a space there, you know. There's a space accident, of course, and then everyone slowly realizes they have superpowers. There's no fighting the Axis, murder of parents, uh, destruction of planets, or even outcasts taken in by a telepathic professor. You know, they all receive great power, but right off the bat, comprehend that the responsibility that comes, you know, comes with it. Sorry, the great responsibility that comes with it. But uh, back in the day when superheroes were, you know, novel, uh, the Fantastic Four's origin story was entertaining. But by today's standards, but by today's standards, it's old hat. If a new Fantastic Four movie must spin, you know, up the same, you know, old tale, just recap it at the beginning. You know, just I mean, just recap it at the beginning in a couple of minutes. So that would be, you know, that would be a good way to, you know, doing the origin. But personally, I refer to team get introduced via another movie, like uh, what was done with Spider Man, um, and then the movie uh, just gets into the thick of things, similar to Spider Man Homecoming. Anything but. You know, an entire story based on their origins is fine. Save Doc, and of course, you know that's one. Uh, two, save Doctor Doom for a major for a major MCU movie. Doctor Doom is without a doubt one of Marvel's greatest villains. Uh, this this doubt makes him uh, the biggest bad for the Fantastic Four. Though I think the franchise would be best not to shoot it, uh, its shot with a major villain so early. Give him a mention, a scene or two, but put him in a position where there's no need for an immediate conference, you know, confrontation just yet. So simply put, Doctor Doom. Is, you know, simply put, Doctor Doom is too versatile a villain to be used and set aside you know for just one movie you know he could play the loki role for the next generation of marvel villains and really open up the mcu with uh latveria so i definitely want to see doom involved with the fantastic four in some you know in some way but I don't believe he has the primary. I don't. Well, I don't believe he has to be the primary threat, you know. So, um, you know, there are other great villains this franchise has, and ones that could help. In, you know, audience ease into what the Fantastic Four can do, and is really capable of. Uh, three. Don't be. You know. Don't be afraid to get weird with it. Um, in regards to the MCU, the Fantastic Four 
is late to the game. Uh, it's going to be hard for this superhero franchise to show the world something it hasn't already seen. And, you know, to give these heroes a unique um, identity compared to everything else out there. So, uh, but, you know, my solution is to not be afraid to get weird with it, you know, because there's a lot, you know, about this franchise that is pretty unique compared to other franchises. Uh, the core team doesn't have to be weird, but if they're up against someone like Puppet Master or fighting a nihilist in the negative zone, you know, things are going to get weird. So uh, this kind of, uh, I mean, this is kind of fun. Fantastic Four is capable of getting, you know, this is the kind of fun Fantastic Four is capable of getting into. And the type of fun that is, uh, I mean, that it should be, you know, having. So, but um, the truth is, uh, these heroes aren't the strongest, most cunning, or funniest in the Marvel uh, mythos. So they need some gimmick to get people hooked, you know, get weird. So that helps. Um, oh, that's, so that's, uh, so yeah, that's three. Um, see, the fourth one will be a willingness to tell a story that isn't about centered on Sue and Reed. So... Trying to think, uh, you know, you know, the Richards are one of Marvel's ultimate uh, power couples, but a strong marriage between a stretchy guy and invisible woman isn't really the highlight of this team. Uh, there's a you know, there's a death-defying and sometimes reckless Johnny Storm who can literally burst into flames. And Ben Grimm, who is essentially the elephant man of the Marvel Universe, the latter, uh, the latter, sorry, the latter two should be uh, who a story follows. So, in fact, I think that there are a few things more powerful in the Marvel universe than the you know than the story of Ben Graham becoming radically changed you know in a grotesque way and being so disconnected from humanity that his nickname becomes Thane. So here's a you know there's a horrific sadness to a tale like that, but I believe we're in an era where Marvel could explore that isolation and tell a real powerful story about it. To me, Fantastic Four was always uh, at its best when, you know, thing was at the forefront. So 100% approve a story given, sorry, driven by him at some point in the franchise's run. Um, 
So the the fourth the fifth one would be go to space for more reasons than obtaining powers. Uh, if you're, I mean, if you're only if, if your only experience on Fantastic Four has come from movies, then it wouldn't be crazy to assume this team went to space once and then tapped out. The truth of the matter is the Fantastic Four has been to space a good deal. They've battled aliens, explored the galaxy, and had a great time doing so. Trust me, I know. I've read the comic books. Hell, I even got the graphic novels. But anyway, uh, the MCU is slowly but surely going to get uh, more cosmic. And when that time comes, the Fantastic Four will be the perfect candidates to get on, you know, get in on the action. So they probably won't be, you know, a tremendous help to the likes of Captain Marvel, but everyone always has a part to play in an ensemble adventure. So, and plus, Lee Richards is a genius, and there's never really a situation where having one on hand is a bad thing. But um, the key will be finding the sweet spot for these, uh, these guys. So, i.e., effective ways for them to contribute to adventures without uh, feeling redundant. It could be done. It'll just take a little work. So, um, That concludes this uh, topic. Feel free to visit us on, like, us on Facebook. We're available on iTunes, the Google Play Music app, Spotify, and, of course, YouTube.